0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: church family. As many of you know, here only believe we have a nursing home ministry. This year, we were thinking maybe we could bless the residents with Christmas cards. Um, a way that we can do this is to get your whole family involved. You can make uh, make cards. You can buy cards. We really don't care how you do it. Just be sure to include Jesus. What you're going to do is you're going to fill those out and you're going to drop them off at the Welcome Center. And if you have any questions, contact me or John and Larie Hall.
2: family it's that time of year again it's our candlelight christmas eve service and we want your family to join ours 6 30 p.m on december 24th we're going to be remembering the beautiful birth of christ and i can't think of a better time to invite somebody that doesn't know jesus so we can share the gift of christ everybody needs a savior i'll see you then welcome to only believe ministries how's everyone out there tonight I'd just like to say that that last video, that was not Andrew adding snow. We actually did that in the middle of the snowstorm. Was that not awesome? We need video like that a little bit more often. That was very impromptu in Andrew's idea. That's the video team here at All Me Believe. He's like, we need to go outside now. I'm like, really? He's like, now in the snow. I'm like, really? Right now? Yeah, and we did it. It was awesome. Anyways, I want to welcome all you visitors out there tonight. No matter what platform you're watching from, welcome to Only Believe Ministries. We want you to be a part of our family tonight and every Wednesday and every Sunday from here on out. We want you to come and be a part of us and join us. But if you're at home in your comfy pajamas tonight, that's okay too. We're just glad you're with us. We're going to worship, get some word together, and we're going to give together tonight. So welcome all of our visitors. Give me a hand clap tonight. I see a couple out there. If you are a visitor here in the house tonight and you want to get more information about the church, you want somebody to talk to you, you can fill out the information in the chair in front of you. Just grab that little information. You can put it in the bucket. You can take it out to the welcome center afterwards. We'd love to give you information about our church. And if you don't, that's fine too. You can just sit in secret tonight and just watch the service go on. We're we're here to welcome you and we want you to be happy. All right. So two things. Yes, you saw a video about the cards that we're making for the residents, I just want to encourage you, those that have not made a card, we have the 800 cards we need. But we've reached out to a couple other old folks homes that do not have anyone doing anything inside of them. So we need a couple hundred more. And I know that some of your fingers out there are bleeding already. I've seen some of those cards. Some of you even went to the extent to make a 3D pop-up card. Good for you. That is awesome. A lot of the kids have been out there making things and they're putting good sayings on the cards, just that God loves them and they're going to make it through this season um, and that we're going to see them again soon. Any little bit of glimmer of hope into these homes is a huge effort right now. I heard a family member um, was over at the house of somebody they'd just put into a home before Thanksgiving, literally at the window bawling because his first Thanksgiving was inside a home and he could not get to his family. Listen, this is heartbreaking to them. We have freedom outside of our house walls, they do not. So let's get freedom and hope into them, right? And so least we can do is make a card. And then last but not least, there is going to be a prayer tree here at Only Believe. So every new year we start off with 21 days of prayer in January. We're gonna start that. You can get the Welcome Center, we'll have information. Check your social media post. We're gonna have the dates and the times on there. But until then, we're gonna be preparing a tree in the middle of the Welcome Center. We want you to place prayer requests on the prayer tree. And then in January, at the first of January, We're all going to go out and get a prayer request. And for 21 days, we are going to commit to give the gift of prayer for 21 days together as a family, praying one for another. If you've got a loved one that needs saved, put their name on the tree because I might pull it off and be standing with you for those 21 days about your family member. So I encourage you, families stick together. We pray together. We fight together sometimes, unfortunately. But this is what makes us family. So we're going to pray this season together. So I need you to fill that tree out there with prayers. So starting Sunday, you can get an ornament, write your prayer on it. You can remain anonymous if you want, or you can put your name on it. And we're going to pray starting January 1 and share those with each other. Okay? Stand to your feet. We're going to worship here at Only Believe. And then we're going to get into some giving and the word.
3: Thank you
4: shadow that has ever overcome your light there is no rival that could ever stand against your might you've always been with us every battle you've already dance. I will dance out in faith. I will crush disappointment and break it took our fear and turned it into praise. You know what I think would happen? Revival. I think revival would break out, not only in this house, among the nations, if we took something and flipped it on its end and said, okay, fear says this, but faith says this. Because I'll tell you what, church, I'm sick and tired, of living in a fear state and not a faith state. I don't know a single person out there that can't say something in their life that they've lived in a state of fear, of anxiety, of depression, of disappointment. What would happen if the body of Christ
1: Fear has to go. Circumstances have to go and things have to change. Amen. And that's what I love about our Father. He doesn't leave us as orphans. He says that he would never leave us nor forsake us, but he's with us always. And so tonight I get the honor of taking up the offering and I'm excited that we get an opportunity to give. Amen. When you understand the word of God and you understand the principles and the laws of God, you get excited because you know that. God gives us these things, not as a as a hard taskmaster, but he gives us these things so that we can leave the places of limitation. We can leave the places of lack. We can leave the places of the limitations of a natural man. We're not bound to the world system, but we do operate in a greater system, and it's by faith. And so tonight I want to read to you out of Luke chapter 6, verse 38. You know, this is a very... Um, familiar portion of scripture but I'm telling you what if you will grab a hold of this God can bring abundance to your lack he can change your circumstance and your situation it says give and it shall be given unto you good measure pressed down and shaken together running over shall men give into your bosom for with the same measure that ye meet with all it shall be measured to you again i want to tell you that these are more than just words When you mix your faith with this promise, God will do the miraculous for you. Um, I want to share a testimony with you. And Pastor Rick, it was the last, I believe it was the last time you took up the offering and you started talking about Seed Sunday. Remember when we had that and people were just giving the entire service. It was giving people. And it was, it was amazing to see so many people blessed because some people had their homes furnished. Some people had lost vehicles and different things and God restored them. Well, when you gave that message, Mark and I um, had been given an opportunity and God directed our lives, you know, directed us to do something. Well, with this opportunity comes a great price tag. And you encouraged the people that Sunday, if you have a need, I want you to sow a seed. And that hit my heart. And so I sowed a $500 seed because I'm like, God, I need you to show up in this. I need your provision in this because I know in myself, I did not have the finances for what it was going to cost. So I sowed a $500 seed. Within two weeks, I got a $4,000 check in the mail. To to apply for that, amen. So see, God, when we mix faith with with the word of God, it will bring forth a harvest. And you know, I know that we're getting ready to celebrate Christmas, and sometimes December can be a tough month for people, especially when they look at what little they have and all the expenses and things that are going out. But tonight, I wanna encourage you and challenge you. Quit looking at what you have and look to your heavenly Father. You know what? You don't have to sow a huge seed. Just sow anything to... to, um, show that you trust him that you're putting your faith in him and god will move on your behalf he won't leave you as an orphan he says in his word that if you will show you will um tithe and give offerings that you can prove him he is a god of his word and he will watch over his word to perform it amen so let's get our tithes and our offerings ready And I'm going to pray, and then we can bring them up. Father, we just thank you so much for your word, God. God, that it is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, Father. And that as we mix faith, God, and we obey your commands, Father, that you move heaven and earth, God, to bring provision. Father, you're so good to us, Father. And I just pray tonight, Lord, that those that maybe have not stepped out in faith, that have trusted you with their finances, I ask, God, that you begin to birth faith in their hearts, God, Lord, that they would. See that you're a good father and that they can trust you. Now, God, we thank you for it. Lord, bless everyone that gives tonight. God, rebuke the devourer for them. God, and bring increase to their lives. And Father, we thank you for your goodness and faithfulness in Jesus' name. Amen.
5: Good, good, Praise the Lord. Uh, boy, I tell you that, Ashley, boy, she was, uh, I was just ready for her to just keep going, you know. I started to hand her the mic. I'm like, I don't need to get up there. I told my wife, I said, you know, that's exactly what was on my heart. Um, can we put, is it Matthew nineteen twenty six? Can we put that on the screen? I think that's, uh, uh what that song was about and yeah but jesus beheld them and said unto them with men this is impossible but with god all things are possible somebody look at your neighbor and say all things are possible possible. you know as she was saying that i just got stirred up you know uh and it wasn't too hard for me to get stirred up because i was already nervous Cause I got that call like uh, a few minutes ago, <laughs> you know. And it's funny how God works things out because I was uh, bringing. I had to come to church early anyway, and uh, I but I just planned on doing what I was going to do. And Pastor calls and said, "Hey, Rick, how you doing?" I said, "I'm fantastic, Pastor. How are you?" He said, "Buddy, I'm great, man." He said, "I'm on vacation." And as soon as he said that, boy, my heart started beating a little fast. I said, is it a staycation? Are you like at home, you know, on your way to church? He's like, hey, uh, get up there and preach for me and and tell everybody I'll see them Sunday. and, 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 And matter of fact, here's what I want you to preach. So I'm like, oh, I can't. Go to something that I've been studying and something that I got notes on already. You, you're going to give me a topic, so now I got to study. And and I just said, okay, you know, I said, I said, sure, Pastor, no problem. You know, it'll be great. And, and I'm sitting up there nervous. And then when I heard Ashley speak, Church, I, I, I listen. You know, with God, all things are possible. So, Pastor says. Talk about the authority of the believer. I said, "Wow, okay, you can just pick a little simple one, you know, you know." Uh, uh, but when she said that, I said, "Well, where, is, where does the spirit of God live?" Okay, so with God, all, with men. There's going to be issues and struggles and failures and frustrations and heartaches and headaches and all kind of pains. But with God, all things are possible. So as I'm listening to her talk, I said, well, his spirit lives on the inside of me. So what do I have, what kind of nerve do I have to walk around with my head down, to walk around feeling beat up, broke, busted, and disgusted, you know, what kind of nerve do I have to feel that way? You know what I'm doing, I'm talking about me, I'm, listen, this is just a me moment, I'm sorry, you guys are just going to have to be a part of it, but, but I'm sitting here going, you know what, I'm doing God a disservice. What sense, what kind of craziness do I have going on to say, oh, God, you know, you're great and you're wonderful and, and we sing the songs and wave our hands and I'm talking about me and, you know, I'm all excited, but the moment I step out of this building, when reality reality kicks in, you know, uh, now I'm, I, I've lost all of that. What happened to the, with God, all things are possible? Come on, I'm talking about the authority of the believer. Can we say amen to that? You have been given a position. Somebody say position. You've been given this position that God says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to live on the inside of you. How about that? (laughs) How about that? You want a relationship? You want a closeness? How about I just dwell on the inside of you? How about I be there through every situation that encounters you? Everything that comes up. You know, Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. He said, because I've overcome the world. So, you know, as believers, we have the authority to just be of good cheer. Amen. Amen. You, you, that's, that's who you're called to be. I, I, I'm with Ashley. I, you know, uh, uh, I, it's amazing during this time, you see the body of Christ just just walking around. <laughs> we just trying to make it, Lord, you know, just one more day, Jesus. You know, Lord, help me. Are you kidding me? Come on now. Somebody, no, I wasn't going to, I was going to say slap your neighbor and wake him up, but uh, I better not do that, you know. My wife is saying, yeah, I wish you were sitting next to me because she she, she, she bring one, boy, you know. Uh, uh, But what I am saying is, listen, you were never meant to live this life without a dependency on God. So if you're going to depend on him, what in the world are you worried about? If you're going to have faith in him, you know, then why worry? For, for the women that are here, the mothers that are here, have you ever been half pregnant? Have you ever been almost pregnant? You know, <laughs> You're either pregnant or you're not. Is it, is it, did I get that right? I mean, you know, I'm not a woman, but the way I understand it, you know, you're either pregnant or you're not. Is that right? Okay, so then, you, you know, this walk with God is like that. You're either going to have faith in him or you're not. You don't almost have faith, kind of, sort of, you know. No, have it or you don't. But I believe everybody in here wants to have faith in God. I believe everybody in here has faith in God. Can we say amen to that? Amen. So then here's what you need to do. Stop complaining. Come on. I, I, tell, I do have some notes, I do, you know, and I'm going to get to them, I think. But, but, but let's, let's stop complaining. Look, just look at your name and say, stop complaining. Stop, stop complaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, see, see, we live in a world today The prince of this world is Satan. He's trying to invade the church. So we need to be careful about CNN, uh, MSNBC, Fox, uh, uh, whichever news outlet, 24-hour news outlet you like. You need to be careful about that. I'm telling you now, we, 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 are, we are in control of what comes across the TV in our house. Because we have a relationship with God that we want to protect. And I'm going to tell you something, all this filth, all this negativity, all this fear, guess what? That is not God. And we have an authority by Christ to walk in faith. You know you can decree and declare a thing and it'll come to pass. Amen. What is that? That's Job 22, I think. Is it 22? I, I, did I write that down? 22, 28, I think that's where it is, Job 22, 28. If we could have that on the screen. is It is, it is Job 22, 28? Okay. Huh. <laughs> I, I thought it was Job 22, 28. I might be wrong, though, but I thought. But there's a scripture. Yeah. What I say? I said job? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so used to women correcting me. I mean, so when you say something, you know, I, I just get, you know, I get the deer in the headlight look, you know. <laughs> Thou shalt also decree a thing. And it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Do you know you have the authority in Jesus Christ to live that on a daily basis? Can we say amen to that? Listen, you need to get a hold of this authority that you've been given. You know, it's kind of like me. I have an authority in my house. I just don't know it. (laughs) You know, I I think that I'm in charge and then my wife lets me know, no, you're not in charge, you know, you're just a figurehead, you know, you just look like you're in charge, you know. She told me one time, she said, you're the head, I'm the neck, and I turn you in whatever direction I want you to go. I said, praise the Lord, amen. But we have, we have this authority given to, it is your blood-born right. You talk about, you know, an American and, and the rights that we have as Americans. And you know what, Dave? That's cool. That's fine. There is nothing bad about that. But what about our blood-born rights as believers? Listen, that, that'll go with you all across the world. Being an American is great, but when you step into another country, you know, you can run into some problems. But, but if I am walking in my blood born given rights as a believer, there is no force on earth that can stop that. Can we say amen to that? You, we want to know who we are and whose we are. I may not know what tomorrow holds, but I know who holds tomorrow. And that one that holds tomorrow, he's dwelling on the inside of me. We got this special relationship going. So, guess what? I don't have to worry. I don't have to fear. Like what Trish said, you know, during this time, people get a little bummed out and, and you know, man, you know, we don't have money to do this. We don't, I don't say stuff like that anymore. I got some authority. You know, I start, I, I talk big. You get around me, you call. is he a multimillionaire? I don't, I don't understand, you know. And I'm just telling you, it comes to pass. You sow the seed for 500 bucks and you got a check? I mean, come on now. What more do you need to experience? God's been good to all of us. But I'm here to tell you, the world today will want you to walk in a defeated, upset, mad, discouraged, you know, attitude, woe is me, everything is bad. I mean, it's to the point now, everything that happens, we think that's the Antichrist and the mark of the beast, you know. We're scared to do it. I don't want to go to Meyer. They may give me the mark of the beast, you know. I don't want to go to Menards, you know. And, I, and I'm being a little funny about that, but I'm just saying, we sit and live like that. We shouldn't live like that. I don't care what the, I I don't care what the devil's got coming. I'm blessed. Can we say amen to that? It doesn't matter, listen, do you realize that I've been blessed no matter who's been president? I mean, I got the, I voted for the guy that I think is gonna do the best job, but I'm just telling you, if that guy never makes it into office again, I'm still blessed. My blessings don't come from the White House. I need to get to my message. I, I know. I get to picking and meddling and, you know, then Nicole will start waving the finger. <laughs> We're going to talk about authority, the authority of the believer. Can we have Romans 13.1 uh, on the screen? Hopefully my iPad doesn't die. But Romans 13.1, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Listen, authority was established by God himself. And then God says, I'm going to have a relationship with you, David. And and so what I've established, you're a part of it. I've established, I live in you, I dwell in you, you've surrendered to me. So guess what? What I've established, you're a part of. So I got this authority now that comes from God. I got this authority that's been given to me, and let me tell you something. It's not meant to be abused. It's not meant to be taken lightly. It's not meant to be Mistreated, uh, cast down, thought as nothing. You know, sometimes I, in my past, I have walked like the authority of Christ was second to the world. I've looked at things and I go, man, you know, well, why can't this? And and what? Oh, look at this happening. Look at that. But you know what? I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. I do not look down on the authority that has been given to me by Jesus Christ. Can we say amen to that? So when the Bible says I can decree a thing and it should be established, do you understand that that means whatever you choose to do, as long as it lines up with the word of God, you will be successful at it. And that's the authority that he's given to us. And you know what? It's not just about us. It's about those that are around us. So you know what? Now I have a respect for the authority that's given to me by God, and I respect it because I want to walk in it. I want to know it. I want to understand it. But I also want to demonstrate it in my household. I want my kids to see we have authority. You know, I have a, we have a five-year-old and he speaks better now, but you know when they're two and three, I mean, their words are all jacked up. You spend a lot of time going, what? Huh? <laughs> what, what is he saying? You know, what? You know, you spend a lot of time guessing. But he, he would say authority. But I'm going to tell you something. God knew exactly what he was saying Uh, the devil knew what he was saying. Sickness knew what he was saying because this little boy, and what was it, three, four years old, he would lay hands on the sick and he would say, I take authority over you and I command you to come out and don't you know people would get healed? See, he understands authority, even though he may not pronounce it correctly. <laughs> you know, He understands it. He understands that, you know what? I have a connection with God that when I speak this and believe it, it's going to come to pass. He teaching me. I'm 40-something years old. I'm going, man, they actually got healed, huh? <laughs> wow, you know. But this is the authority that's given to us. You know, the Bible says that he gave you uh, uh, authority and power over scorpions and serpents and things. What do you think that means? That means that when the devil shows his head, that you have been given the authority to step on it. That's what that means. That doesn't mean we, oh, (laughs) you know, no. That means, you know what? I've already been given authority over you. That means I am not going to let you intimidate me. I'm not going to let you scare me. I'm not going to let you uh, cause me to speak things that are not full of faith. You know, I'm not going to uh, allow you to cause me to walk out of love. No, I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm going to speak it. I'm going to c- proclaim it. If I need to, if I get a little tired, I'm going to get some help. And I'm going to get some other believers to speak with me, to stand with me. And we're going to hold this position until we see the word of God come to pass. Can we say amen to that? That's what the world needs right now. I promise I got some notes and that's what I needed okay so 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 but that's what the world needs now do you realize and we see it in the church people will try anything anything to get some peace to get some comfort you got people listen you got people uh, in connection with others right now I, I was talking to a young lady and um, she used to be married. Uh, she was in an abusive marriage. Husband was, was beating on her. And, and then she went to the church uh, that she went to and, and asked for help. And, and they looked at her as the victim. Well, not the victim, but they looked at her as the problem. And they backed the husband. And, you know, that's all wrong. That's crazy. But that's what they did. And so she said, well, I'm in a relationship now with my partner. So she's in a relationship with another lady. What, what uh, well, she's just so sinful. Let me tell you something, people are hungry. They're hungry for the things that the word speaks of. They're hungry for the things that God just naturally gives. But you know what, he uses us to do it. So my question is, where's the church? Where's the church? All it would have taken was just one blood-bought believer to speak the word of God in faith and in power, to love her, to meet her where she was at, and she probably would not have tried that. But what I'm saying to you right now that the world is so desperate to try anything. But the answer is on the inside of us. Can we say amen to that? That's why it's so important for us to understand we've been given authority. That's why it's so important for us to not only understand it, but, but, but acknowledge it, accept it, walk in it, not just so we can be blessed, but somebody else needs to see it. Amen. Somebody else needs to see that. Somebody else, okay, let, let, me, let me show you something. Um, let's, let's go to uh, Matthew uh, 28. Let's go to Matthew 28 and let's look at verse uh, 18. The Bible says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, Some power. Okay, well, let let me. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And then he goes further and says this. Now go there forth and teach all nations. Do you realize that you have been given the authority, the power, and the position to go forth and teach? Amen. Amen. But see, the way that we teach most effectively is how we live our everyday lives. Ouch. Ouch. the way we teach most effectively is when I encounter someone that maybe they're not where I'm at. And maybe they have some different beliefs, some different values, maybe because of what they've been through. And maybe what they've been through is nothing like what I've been through, so I really don't understand it. But if I would have confidence in the authority that's been given me, Guess what? I don't have to argue with you. I don't, listen. I don't it's not even my job to make you do anything. Now, I know not this church, but David, do you know there's churches they think it's their job to make people obey. I say, you know what? God doesn't even do that. <laughs> so why do you think, you know, you, and oh, okay. Yeah. But but some it's, it's I just need to have confidence in the position and the place that he's put me in. And you know, David, I can just love you. I can just accept you. It's not about critiquing you, you know, well, David, you don't do this right now. You know, you need to stop that, you know. I mean, who likes to be told what they need to stop doing? I mean, nobody likes that. Especially somebody that I don't even know that well. How do I meet you as a, I'm a Christian, you come to the church, praise God, it's it's your first time here? Yeah, you know, my name's David and it's my first time. Well, David, it's a blessing to have you here. We just love you. Now, David, next time when you come, now don't wear those short shorts like that. We don't do that here, Okay. (laughs) So, you know, we, I just want to tell you now, you know, you're going to have to wear something, you know, come down a little longer, you know, okay, David, you know, don't, don't be doing that, David, I know you like to show off your legs. <laughs> see, I don't have confidence in the authority. You see people in corporate America that have real authority, most of the time, you don't even know they're the one with the real, now you see middle management, they will let you know. They will, oh man, they will let you know, I got this much authority and and you're gonna know about it. (laughs) You're gonna feel it. But the ones that really have been given authority and they understand it and they respect it and they understand the responsibility that comes with it, a lot of times they're not even the one flaunting, you know, I've been in places where I've met CEOs and business owners and they were the nicest people. It was that entry level person that was, uh, (laughs) you know, we ought to not act like entry level Christians. We 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 you know that's hot off the press too. That's not even in my notes. That just got I, I just got that right here as I'm telling you. You know so 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 God is really encouraging us to say, listen, you've been given authority. Study my word. You know the Bible says, love is patient, love is kind. It's not rude. It doesn't conduct itself unseemingly. Uh, uh, it, it doesn't uh, keep record of being wrong. Do you know you have the authority? In Christ To not keep records Of being wrong See you can do that Do you know the world can't do that People can't do that In their own strength Not keep a record of being wrong Are you kidding me The world can't do that In its own ability But God is saying Because of my presence In your life You possess the power And the authority You have the God given right To not be rude, to not be divisive, to not be irritable, to be patient with folks, to show kindness. See, that's the authority that we get. And and, and we we take authority and we, we, we take it into, let me lord over you. Let me make you. No, that's not what it is at all. Jesus said, go therefore and teach. Let's teach by the way we live. Let's teach by how we treat one another. You know, uh, I got a young lady now that we've been witnessing to and she has a very out there lifestyle. But you know what? She's comfortable enough to talk to us because all we're doing is just showing her the love of God. It's not. I'm not trying to find out, you know, my wife and I, we're not trying to find out how many men she's been with and what she did last Saturday and, you know. It, no. We've been given the authority to love her with a love that surpasses all understanding. See, we can love, we can accept her. She doesn't have to try to meet some criteria for us to... I don't know if she's a Democrat or a Republican. It doesn't matter. (laughs) I don't know who she voted for. She may not have even voted. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She can be a supporter of whoever I didn't vote for. (laughs) And you know what? It doesn't matter. Because this position that I've been given, it allows me to Comfort her with the comfort that we've been comforted with. And I don't have to understand her story or I have to walk the same path. The Bible says that you can comfort people with the comfort that you've been given, and the Bible says it'll comfort them in all situations. So now I understand this authority a little better. I can, I, uh, my wife and I, we can approach this woman by the leading of the Holy Spirit and even though our lives may have nothing in common i don't have to be nervous i don't have to try to be something i'm not you know she's kind of a little more hip hop than me you know <laughs> but i don't have to try to you know all of a sudden start doing stuff and i really look stupid doing it you know uh, cuz i think the girl's 19 i think she's our daughter's age or something like that 21 22 I'm not 21, 22. <laughs> and I look stupid trying to act like somebody that's 21, 22 because I'm trying to, you know, connect with you. No, I just need to walk in the authority and the position that God has given me. Cause the truth of the matter is she's looking for something different. She's not looking for the same thing. If I if I come all, you know, this she's like, well, you just like everybody else, <laughs> you know. So how is the world perceiving us today? Do we look different or do we look like everybody else? Complaining, nagging, you know, always abusive. You know, the Bible says that we should not return evil for evil, railing for railing. That's, that's not who we are. And so I've been given this authority as a believer to live above that. Can we say amen to that? You know, railing, you know, I looked it up, it's abusive criticism. Abusive criticism. That covers what, 80% of Facebook posts nowadays? That's all it is abusive criticism. I know, I'm meddling. I'm supposed to be talking about something else. (laughs) And here I am. Listen, why am I saying these things? Because this authority that Jesus has and his spirit lives on the inside of us, this authority that comes from the Lord, here's what you don't want to do. You don't want to jeopardize it. You say, well, how can you jeopardize it? Look at Samson. Samson, he, boy, he, you're talking about some strength, some position, some he had a gift. I mean, the Holy Ghost would just make a cameo appearance, you know, for him. I mean, he would just show up and Samson would just kill everything, break everything. There was nothing he, I mean, there was no limit to his power. But see, he kept living contrary to God's word. He kept dibbing and dabbing with sin. You know, leave that girl alone. Nah, you know, there's something about he was playing with sin playing with disobedience and guess what it cost him so here's what I'm saying we don't want to play with the world's ways of doing things see we don't want to watch that 24 hour news so much that now when I speak I don't sound like a believer I sound like something else. I don't want to get so much carnality in me that when somebody, John, that comes my way and and maybe they don't believe like I believe, I don't want to have so much carnality in me that I can't accept them. I can't move past the fact that they believe X, Y, and Z. I've totally shut them off. Oh, well, they believe this. Well, you still got some stuff that you believe in too, you know. It's just not being broadcast right now. You still got a few things that you're working on. And let's not talk about your past. I've had enough counseling sessions with people in this church that I said, woo, I thought I was from the hood, you know. <laughs> I've talked to, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow, you know. Listen, we've all been at some place But you mean to tell me that even though I've been given this position, he even he's authorized me to go, therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you. How can I do that? how can I do that if I don't understand this position that I have as a believer? That God doesn't just love us. He, he actually is love. And he lives on the inside of me. Amen. So guess what? I have the authority and the power. I can love the unlovable. Amen. That's just who I am. That's just who we are. It doesn't matter what you've done. Doesn't matter what you believe. Doesn't matter what you voted for. Doesn't matter if you marched or you didn't march. Doesn't matter what sign you had up. I can love. Because God doesn't just love. He actually is love. So I have this connection to go beyond myself. I can go beyond myself When you experience this encounter and, you, and it's just mind-blowing to you, then I can say, well, this is all because of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. See, and that's what it's about. But I tell you what, if you're too caught up in the rhetoric, if you're too caught up in, in, in political parties and, and all this other stuff, You will miss it. You will miss it. He says, he says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you and lo, I am with you always, even into the end of the world. So here's God saying, there's not one situation that you encounter that Jesus says, you know, I'm not there. You're on your own. Jesus says, I'm with you. See, we wonder sometimes, why is this person who gets on my last nerve, or as a friend of ours says, she calls it the reserve nerve. Even when you get to your last nerve, you got another nerve in reserve, and they getting on that nerve, you know. Why is it that this person is around me, and I can't well maybe because God is saying I want them to experience me through you well why is it so frustrating because you won't obey because you're too worried about the sin that they're caught up in instead of just loving them well you know what they live a Alternate lifestyle, you know, they choose, you know, well you know what they, they believe in abortion, they, you know you don't think God's love, but doesn't it say, now David help me out, that love covers okay, so y'all have heard that before, so then your sin shouldn't shock me to the point that I can't walk in my authority and who I'm called to be. See, we act as if that your sin is so great that you know what, I can't witness to you. We say, oh, I would never say that. Well, you probably won't word it that way. But you'll say, I'm not talking to them anymore. (laughs) I have deleted you off my face. I have unfriended you. Well, wait a minute. If they can't get the gospel from you, who will they get it from? I'm really just talking about my stuff. I said, this is a me moment. I know this folks in here are here like, uh, Pastor, we've gotten past that. I know you just letting me vent. <laughs> but see, when we do these things. Then we understand like in. Uh, I think it's 2 Peter. Did I write that down? Yeah, 2 Peter 1 9. How the Bible talks about there's no private interpretation. So, 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 what begins to happen when I understand my position, I understand this authority, you know, I start to walk in unity with other believers. And then we see the power of God move. You know, the Bible says things like one takes a thousand to flight, two takes 10,000, you know. Bible says stuff. The Bible says things like the effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man availeth much. So when I understand that I've been given this authority, I've been given this position, I've been given this power, I can live beyond myself, then I understand there's no situation that I need to be intimidated by. There's no situation that I can get so frustrated that the love of God cannot be displayed through me. See, I understand that now. My wife, see, I remember, she taught me this. I said something to her years ago that would have started an argument, and I said it on purpose years ago to start the argument. I know y'all don't do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she looked at me, and I mean, she... Okay. And she walked off. And I was like, I was ready for the fight. <laughs> you know, I was, and, 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 but she showed me at that moment, you know what? The word of God, his presence in my, my life, and the authority that he's given me is showing me, you know what? I don't have to fall for that. I don't have to take that bait. I don't have to live beneath because I've been given an authority to live above and beyond. Can we say amen to that? And she showed me that. that. And it convicted me something terrible. I don't think I ever told her that, so I'm telling her now in front of you guys. That convicted me something terrible. I mean, I could hardly sleep that night. I said, you gotta do better. You gotta do better. So her understanding that and walking in that, it taught me something. So guess what? if you walk in it, guess what it's going to do? It's going to teach. It's going to teach. And guess what? They may be like me. They may never come to you and tell you. (laughs) They, They may never, but that's okay because I have faith in his word. So now when I understand these things, now... I can, I, can, I can be in a position where I don't jeopardize it. I don't stray from the word. I'm walking the word of God out every day. I'm treating people like the Bible says I should treat them. I'm walking in forgiveness instead of unforgiveness. I've put away all bitterness like Ephesians 4 says, all bitterness and malice. I put all that stuff away because I've been given the authority and the power to do so. So now as I put all that away, now love, tenderness. You know, you, did you know that the, the Bible says that we should make allowances for one another's faults? Did you know that God, did you know God had the, uh, the, the audacity to say, you know what, you should just make room for my mess ups. You need to make room, you need to clear out space just so I can mess up. But see, I've been given the authority to do so. And when I walk in obedience, when I humble myself, when I, when I seek the way, uh, when I seek God and his ways of doing things, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all its righteousness, meaning seek God and his ways of doing things. So when I do that, now I have this authority that I walk in. I have this power and position that I walk in. And so now, guess what? When I, I can do a, 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 a Luke 10, 19, where the Bible says I have power, all power. Or can we bring that up? All power over the enemy, Luke 10, 19. See, I can walk in this now because guess what? There's a unity with me and my father. The word is actually being displayed in my life. Behold, I give unto you power to tread over serpents and scorpions, over all the power of the enemy. Over all the power of the enemy. Well, what is the power of the enemy? What is he influenced? What is he manipulating? Well, he's, he's encouraging discord. He's encouraging homosexuality. He's in court, uh, uh influencing, uh, transgender. He's influencing, uh, 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 child, uh, 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 you know, uh, manipulation and all that. He's, he's manipulating, lying, stealing, cheating. But guess what? I've been given power over all what the enemy does and nothing shall by any means hurt me. So you know what, David? I, bring them on. They can come. Doesn't that, that, that matter. Doesn't that matter what kind of jacked up lifestyle they're in. I'm God's man. That's right. You're God's man. You you're God's woman. He 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 is saying now listen, I've given you authority Amen. to pray. Amen. To speak. Yes. Life and death. It's in the power of the tongue. Don't even understand my authority. You know what? They ain't nothing and they ain't gonna ever be nothing. And you still wonder why they ain't nothing. (laughs) But what about when I start saying, you know what? I believe. I watched Pastor Dosac do this one time. He told a person. He said, I believe in you. He said, I believe in the God in you. Now, if you knew what this person had done to him, you know, you'd really be wow. (laughs) But he wasn't moved by that. Because he understood, I've been given authority, power, and position. So you know what, with this authority, I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna display love to you even though you don't deserve it. Amen. And that's what grace does. Yes, it does. It gives us the things that we don't deserve. So then I can do stuff, you know, that, you know, we know scripture, uh, was it Luke 9 and 1, that he gives You know, power, over sickness and disease, you know, we have that authority. We have authority over the devil, you know, we can speak this, we can rebuke the devil. First part. Just loving, just showing kindness. and The enemy's going to whoop up on me every time. He goes, ah, well, you know, I know when you get amongst the believers, you know, it looks good. But I'll be waiting for you at home, you know, at the church. Because when you get home, guess what? That authority will still be at the church. Because you won't walk in it. You won't display it. You won't contend for it. Well, I forgave them one time and they still, oh, okay. You know you've been given the authority to forgive more than once? You have power, a connection to God that will allow you... Yeah, I think I better stop right there. (laughs) So let's do that. Let's be the kind of people that say, you know what? My mission, my goal is to display Jesus Christ to whomever comes into my path. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what their past is. Doesn't matter what they're currently involved in. My job is just to show the love. My job is to pray. Pray to be that conduit between God and man, and man and God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you God that, you know what? There's things out there that will distract us. And they may even be things of importance, but none of it is more important than you. So God, if we've mistakenly, if we've mistakenly allowed our list of priorities to get a little out of whack, we just ask for forgiveness now. If we've maybe responded to situations not in the best way, maybe they were just Hard for us. Maybe we just didn't understand. Maybe it was just so foreign to us that we just totally blew it. God, we ask for forgiveness right now. And God, we just ask that you would give us the heart and mind to love, to have faith in the word, to stand on the word, and to know that you will watch after your word to make sure it performs what it needs to perform. And I thank you, God, as we take this on, we have a peace now, and we protect our peace, we protect our holiness, we protect our walk, we protect our authority, position, and power. And God, right now, we just refuse, God, to let anything of sin influence our power, our authority, and our position. So God, we look to you for that help. We can't do it on our own, but obedience to you will bring it about. And we just thank you, Father, for what's gonna come. I thank you, God, that right now, even situations and relationships that were damaged, healing is coming. And we give you the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, how about we give the Lord a hand in praise today? Hallelujah. Do you need to come up? So, well, listen, uh, I guess that was the prayer. So, uh, we will see you guys Sunday morning. Pastor will be back from his vacation. Uh, I don't know if he did he kill a deer yet? No. On your way home, just pray, Pastor Kills. I would say something, but no, let's be specific. Just kill a deer, you know. So, hey, we love you guys. We'll see you next Sunday. God bless.